Hi, this is Ross Payton, just updating you about the Night Clerk zine. Now on Backer Kid. We've reached our first stretch goal, which is a conversion guide for presental system RPGs with sanity mechanics. We also have a new update previewing art from the zine, a piece by Trevor Henderson, the creator of Siren Head and author of the upcoming book Scare Waves. The campaign ends on October 8th, so back it before it's too late. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. Hey, this is Ross Payne with Roll Blame Public Radio. This is RPPR Actual Play. Uh, we are trying a new game called Planet Fist, based on the uh, role-playing game Fist, uh, Freelance Infantry Strike Team. But this is a uh, Planet Fist, which is a whole different thing. You, hopefully you've listened to part one uh, of Sweet Squad, uh, as this uh, two-part game will be called. Uh, and I am not running the game. Uh, Jess from online is running the game. Uh, and we have a whole squad of soldiers ready to do our mission and obey all those delightful orders and, uh, or die trying, or probably both, probably a lot of dying and trying and all that good stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Hi, I am Jess from online, also known as Jess, Jess Levine. Uh, and I made Planet Fist, which is a satirical sci-fi skirmish storytelling game and a hack of uh, Claymore's Fist. Uh, You've hopefully heard a little bit of it played in the first version, and today we're going to pick up again with the same party. Uh, In order to do that, I'm going to have us go around and just say a bit about who we are and who our characters are, uh, just to uh, summarize for everybody's sake. Uh, And then we will get one step because we leveled up, quote-unquote, last time. I'll get back to that, uh, and then we'll get started. So let's go ahead and start by passing it back to Ross. Ross, can you tell me about your character and yourself? Hey, it's Ross Payton with Roll Public Radio. <laughs> uh, I am playing, uh, I think my world rank was Captain. I'm Captain Brahma Helsing. Uh, uh, my call sign is Boppet. Uh, and I am an engineer with uh, metallo skin, uh, so I have some damage reduction, but I'm less precise. Uh, I can also, I also am lagging. I occasionally flicker in and out of existence, uh, and I can use that to avoid damage. And I am connected, uh, which I did. I think I used last time. Yes, and did. yeah, uh, to gain some intel. So I, I have some friends back at base, uh, and I, uh, my assignment is that I am the squad leader, for better or worse. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, I'm doing my best, uh, as we social engineered our way in so far. Uh, and then, uh, the shit was about to hit the fan, I think. Um, but yeah. And then you also want to talk about your roles and bonds really quick. Oh yeah. Uh, so my role is I am a rebel. Uh, I, uh, pissed off a superior officer and I get to advance if I follow the letter of the law while violating the spirit of it. Um, which I think social engineering in a way in, through an assault, uh, a fortified position is definitely, uh, uh qualifies for that. Um, I counted yeah. it this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm also, uh, daredevils with, uh, I forgot to put those down, uh, who I was, uh, a daredevil with, uh, with fads character, uh, strickle, who, uh, strickle. Yes. Uh, so we will get to, uh, advance if I one of us issues a dare and the other follows through. Okay. Um, and then I am in a slow burn bond, uh, with uh, again, it, it's either Faye or Brisket. Uh, so it's Brisket, it's Brisket, yay! Uh, so we did not, yeah, we advance if our, our, our feelings, 
uh, uh, if we we uh, figure out these fields, get one step closer to that. But that we've not yet done that. Um, yeah, but maybe this in the heat of battle uh, can love blossom on a battlefield. I think that's a important question no one's ever asked before. So very original idea here. Um. <laughs> okay, in that case, we'll go left to Thad. Oh. Um, hello, yes, Thad, me. Hi again. Unless this is the first time you're hearing me, which would be weird in a two-parter. Uh, it's Thad, they, them, IRL, uh, playing as uh, Fraction Van Cleef, uh, also they, them, in-game. Uh, fra- uh, their call sign is Strickle, and they're a private who is also a veteran. Uh, there's some, some drama in the background there. Uh, but currently wearing uh, Jet Trooper gear and have some snicked, snicked knuckle blades. Uh, but since we did social engineering, have not gotten to uh, uh, see what happens with those yet. So that'll be fun. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I uh, veteran, uh, so I get to predict some some tactics, uh, which is fun because I've seen all this shit before. Uh, and I have another character trait, one v one, which means I can uh, I can go and solo her uh, for for bonus uh, for a good time. Yay. And aside from oh wait yeah there we are sorry uh, warrior poet is my uh, my role so I am obsessed with a, a particular author uh, who is a, a, a mysterious author known as flesh poet who wrote a, a great and deeply misunderstood poem called Crimson Tower that uh, is referenced incorrectly by higher ups who uh, slowly drain rank from me as I complain about it and. Uh, I uh, I am idolized by uh, by Emdal, uh, Faye's character. Apparently, I have no idea why. I've done nothing but complain so far, which I don't think is impressive. You can read and you're smart and shit. <laughs> uh, and also, I'm very soon about to start popping people's heads off like bottle caps with my fancy knuckle blades. Uh, and also, daredevils with uh, with Ross's character, uh, which I am sure us getting into weird combat bets has also helped me be a veteran private. Uh, in, in yes. terms of in terms of personal his, historical trajectory, and uh, that is me. Hooray! Excellent. Going left to uh, M Doll. All right. So this is Faye. I'm playing Monstera Doll. Call name M Doll. I am. Uh, what a concept! I, this is what difficult one to explain. So uh, M Doll is based on the concept of doll. Uh, streamers on TikTok who take donations to perform specific actions, uh, except MDOL is the corporatized, militarized version of that, where you get to control your very own soldier on the battlefield for a small donation. I'm playing a Force Recon. I have mech hands, so I can only do shit like kill. I'm not particularly good at, you know, doing human people things. I'm an augmented synthesis project, uh, which is specifically the TikTok doll thing. I was built for this. Uh, I have, let's see, my role is KDR, which is plays into the TikTok thing, where it's, you know, my, my kills and dereses are tallied up at the end, and we get to see how good I did. And if I did good killing, then I get to advance. And I did good killing last time. Yes, you did. So... My uh, bonds are, uh, uh, what's, what's her name? Lamentations is my confidant. Lamentations, which is Brisket's character, is the one that really, really got me dedicated to this whole being a doll thing. Uh, and Thad's character, Strickle, 
is you know someone that I idolize because Strickle Strickle says like smart shit all the time, which is like I really you know I wish I was smart. I wish I knew how to like just toss out cool sounding stuff like that. No, no, stay, stay bimbo. Bimbo is free. Don't don't do book learning. It's it's only harmful. Grass is greener, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, and then finally, lamentations. Hello, my name is Brisket. My pronouns are she/her. I'm playing the character Lamentations, who is also she/her, and her call sign is Wetwork. I am technically the second lieutenant and vaguely in charge of this squad. I know Ross is in charge of the squad, but I'm I'm like really in charge of the squad. Mm-hmm. And um, my character traits are loved and feared because I've feel like why choose which one's better when you can do both um which means our faction really likes me and enemy factions hate when i'm around uh none of them want to be near me and then what was the other thing i had to do it was our um our confidence yeah rolls and rolls and bonds rolls so that's uh for you down at the bottom yell chat okay yeah oh yeah yeah so yeah, um, I, th- I thought I cluttered that under the. Oh, you fear. kind of. So, yeah, my role is yell chat, which is I have an infamous reputation with each rival, um, and so that is where I advance. Last section is advance if you taunted at least one enemy soldier in every combat, and then my connections is um, uh, the slow burn, as we talked about with uh, with Ross's character, and then confident uh, with um, with Faye's character. Great. Okay. So those are our four troops. Uh, And in a second, I'll let you know a little bit more about what they did last time. Just quickly. Hopefully you've heard it. But first, like we said, everyone advanced. When you advance, you get to select an advancement, uh, which is a side grade. It's basically a different way to kit out your character. It replaces either their class weapon or their class equipment, uh, which changes when you come back as different class traits. Like if you swap from being a field medic to an assault, you get different weapons and equipment, uh, but this lets you swap out the weapon and equipment for that specific class. And so I wanted to ask, does anyone have any advancements that are calling out to them? Those are on page 36 in the version of the book that we're using here. Um, no, no, they're not on page 36. I thought I said 39. 39. There we go. Yeah. Um, six, nine, you know. Um, <laughs> and so... Um, You'll be able to use these advancements any point where you de-res and reassemble. Basically, if you get blown away and come back, you can swap this out if you want. Uh, Or you can revisit the Panther and resupply. And when you do, you can swap one of these out. Uh, Does anyone have an advancement that's calling to them? I've actually got a question. So from Augmented Synthesis Project, uh, anytime I advance, I gain one additional advancement. I Um, completely forgot that. Nice job. Go ahead. Yay. And... So, uh, I have I have an idea for what I'd Go like ahead. to do. I'm not really sure if it would work. So, am I able to take a class weapon that is not my current class? I kind yes. of remember I got a jetpack. Okay, I want the anti-material rifle from the engineer. Uh, I want to just, you know, slot that into getting picked up next time. Um, and I also... Do I get two, right? You get two. I get two. Does it have to be from the same class? It does not. Right now, you're Force Recon, but because you are Augmented Synthesis Project, 
you you went with the Force Recon's ability to turn invisible and the yes. Jet Trooper's uh, equipment, which gave you the C4 and the Carbine. Um, this means that you can have still only one ability, but you can swap in anything on this list into any class. Sick. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with the invisibility. Uh, but uh, the anti-material rifle was singing my name, so we're going to pick that up. We're going to slot that in for uh, Rez, and then once everybody goes to their stuff, I've got another question about that. Cool, great. I will uh, put that in your inventory, uh, knowing that like if you if you reassemble, you can grab that. Um, anyone else have one calling to them? Actually, I'll start with our squad leader. Ross, do you have one that you're thinking of? I was literally looking at the anti-material rifle. As an engineer, it's already... I don't have to have any fancy ability to get it. It's its what uh, the our, our good god, the corporation, deemed appropriate for me. So I'll also take an anti-material rifle. Yeah, we'll we just, all hate material in this. Uh... We really do. Just <laughs> anti-material against materials, yeah. yeah. Idealists only. No materialism. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for the listeners at home, an anti-material rifle does best of 2d6 damage, which means it deals less damage than a sniper rifle, but it deals it more consistently. And it has AP8. It ignores up to 8 armor. So it's basically a sniper rifle that can't hit as critically, but can just consistently shred through armor. It can, to quote Archer, kill a building. Exactly. I'm not surprised there's an Archer quote about AMRs. Okay. Um, And then moving down the uh, ranks, wet work. Uh, Brisket, what are you thinking about? Can I have smoke grenades, but say something very specific about them? I uh, would expect nothing less. Okay. Can I say that these smoke grenades grenades are also, for no other gameplay benefit, extremely painful if you're caught in the smoke? Yes. Like excruciating. All right, then those are the smoke grenades I would like. Thank you. Given your character concept, how could I not allow that? Brisky can have a little chemical warfare as a tree. As a tree! (laughs) Exactly. And that brings us to Strickle. Sad, what are you thinking? I think I'm going to go with EMP grenades because I I love an off switch. Like, no, put your toys away. (laughs) Destroy all their deployables and uh, destroy their shields. Okay. Um, EMP grenades. I put these each in your inventory and just italicize them to say it's not being actively used. And then Mm -hmm. we'll unitalicize them to uh, say that they're being actively used. Um, we're working on a new, uh, Seda, who made this incredible spreadsheet we're using, is working on a new version that has advancements, but that's, it's a whole thing, uh, to, to implement. Uh, finally, we'll go back to Faye. Emdahl, have you selected your second advancement? I think, do I need to select two advancements? I, I don't know if I want to, uh, ditch the, actually. And, and yeah, of course, they're optional. Um, like, you yeah. can change that out anytime. You can still use the base one. Okay. All right. Cool. So I could take the, the jet the jetpack that lets me like fucking jump or whatever. Jetpack is built into the skill, so you do have to be a jet trooper to get the jetpack. You okay. can't take okay. that through an advancement. But you can be a jet trooper and then take something from any of the other class Yeah, all you have you to do is die. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think um can I am I able to refill the uh 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 C4 that I used, or is that, oh, is that something? Any time that you die or any time you resupply, okay. you can refill the C4. All right, perfect. Then I, I don't have anything else I, I want to pick. I just have a Great. question about uh, uh, spawning. Question about spawning. Do you want to ask that now? Yes, I do. Okay. How, how does spawning specifically work? Like you take a gun, you eat a, eat a bullet, and then you <laughs> pop up 
yeah, at a spawn point, if you have it captured or something, which I think we said is like on the map I'm referencing, it's here. It's a bridge with an I think a ours would it. still be our uh, our vehicle, right? Yes. Right. So you've but got this we... panther that's kind of invisible. Um, okay. There are a, diff- a number of different valid reassembly points. One reassembly point is your panther. Reassembly points also, reassembly tanks are like stationary ones built into a facility, but only if you control the facility and you don't control this facility, you're responsible for taking it. Once you take it, you could spawn at these tanks, uh, but right now only the enemy can. You can drop a squad beacon. Everyone has a squad beacon in their inventory, which is this little 2 HP deployable. It puts up like a big laser pointing towards the sky saying, hey, right here. And then uh, if you want to spawn at the squad beacon, command uh, assembles you in an orbital facility they built and catapults you to the ground in a drop pod at high speeds. Uh, And then after you exit the drop pod, you're there. Um, You can put your beacon Uh, anywhere, but the enemy can destroy it. Um, uh, Can you put it in buildings? It has to, the sky, you have to be able to point it up at the sky because the orbital facility needs to be able to like sink to it. Um, So you can put it on a roof, but not inside the building. Okay, cool. Uh, and how long does it take to respawn? It is instant. Uh, so as a instant. as NPCs, uh, they just de-res. If they're dead, they de-res at the end of the round and then come back then and there. Uh, PCs, at the beginning of your turn, if you start your turn dead, you can choose to instantly de-res and come back at the beginning of your turn. All right, sick. That answers all of my questions and I'm ready to play whenever. And I'll say, if you're not dead, there, the one exception to this is if you want to die voluntarily, which is a thing you can do, you can initiate an emergency de-res, um, you die at the end of the round, you de-res, and then at the beginning of your next turn, you can come back. Yeah, it's, I, I just think that in my, in my head, Strickle just kills themselves uh, to be dramatic. <laughs> you can also do it that way. Um, does that all make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Then let's talk about where we were. So Sweet Squad, <laughs> under the command of General Can Debar, their chipper uh-huh. empath squad <laughs> leader, uh, or sorry, triple empath, empath commanding officer, um, uh. squad leader is Boppet. Um, we're tasked with going to Positronics Weapons Lab to recover a weapons prototype and capture the base. Um, they decided that their approach to this would be to pretend that they are actually um, members of the new committee, the uh, corporate libertarian faction that they were assaulting, uh, and that they only looked like members of the Velian Ascendancy, the like techno uh, uh, techno dystopian faction they belong to, because they have used experimental technology to disguise themselves as members of the Velian Ascendancy and capture one of their panthers, one of their vehicles. Um, for some reason, the new committee bought this. Um, they were greeted uh, by Brevet Captain Cash Money, um, who welcomed them into the base, believing that she was greeting Super Lieutenant Prophet, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, uh, which is what Ross's character Boppet is, is currently taking on as a disguise. <laughs> um, three of the squad went with Boppet uh, into the weapons lab. Uh, where uh, Boppet immediately uh, offered vacation time to scientists in a faction who have never experienced vacation. One of these scientists realized immediately that he was lying because he didn't know there wasn't a form for vacation, but thought that that might still work if they could get a fake signature and get like, you know, even 10 minutes of vacation would be enough. Um, And so was still on your side. 
up until the moment that Emdal, our force recon, went invisible, crossed the base, went up to the command center, laid C4 on the door, and chat told her to blow it, so she blew it. Um, <laughs> the door slammed in, flattening the uh, force recon, enemy force recon inside against the wall, uh, bringing them visible and killing them instantly. Um, and in that moment, that was the exact moment that Brevet Captain Cash Money began to realize just who Wetwork is. Wetwork made a very odd comment about um, whether things might be painful or explode, and Brevet Captain uh, Cash Money was like, wait a moment, then the C4, and now um, the enemies are raising their weapons uh, at our squad, who seem to have been found out. Uh, and just one thing I have left out is that Emdahl left one brick of C4 with Wetwork, who is currently yep. holding it in a little box, a little present. And our closing stinger, our closing moment, was uh, Brevet Captain Cash Money raising her carbine to point at our squad just as Wetwork stepped forward gave her a hug, holding that box, <laughs> and said that this is a first time for her, too. <laughs> so, in that moment, we are in combat. Emdal has already taken the first round, and we are at um, uh, Brisket. We are at uh, Wetwork's turn. I'm assuming the first thing you're going to do uh, is blow this C4. Can I please detonate the C4? <laughs> you can absolutely detonate the C4. Um, in fact, um, I think it's a thing where you, like, uh, call it in to Emdal, right? So you just, like, send a message to Emdal as a safe action to uh, detonate the C4. You want to do that now? Private chat. <laughs> oh, I thought emoji. I had asked her for the detonator, but yeah, whatever works. Yes, I just emoji because... face back. I, I realized she had to have taken the ones. Oh yes, one of the animated emoji. <laughs> I I send you I I I pull up your I was so while we were walking over there I know I knew that you'd have to detonate it so I pulled up your chat and I I donated the correct emoji that causes you to just detonate <laughs> explosives you have on you <laughs> or the the detonate the C four for me. <laughs> Okay. I don't need the credits. I'll just get it from somebody. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Roll 1d6 and add 5 for your C4 damage. Okay. Uh, 4 plus 5 is 9. 9! Nearly max damage. Okay. You flatten everyone in the room. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Your opening gambit of this uh, session is to kill absolutely every living character we have confirmed exists at this base besides <laughs> Emdahl. Um, I'm just going to quickly draw a big X over everyone in this room. Uh, really really shaking the Etch-A-Sketch on that one. Just uh, yes. clear that board. <laughs> um, and uh, that is the end of your turn. <laughs> um, I, will, I will say... Oh, wait, wait, we said our level of gore was go for it, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so you, you give the, it's a first time for me too, and the hug, and she shoots, 
and it doesn't matter. Like you get a bullet through the heart as it detonates. And so you get to feel both the bullet and the detonation. Um, a moment, (laughs) a moment later, there's nothing. There is a like red paint on the blue and beige walls all around you. You detonate, you stepped into the center of the room to give that hug. The scientists are mostly on the left wall. Your squad is on the rear wall. Their squad (laughs) is on the back wall. It is just like a piece. It is a Jackson Pollock painting of, uh, the, the, (laughs) of all of the different people at this base besides Emdahl. Um, you painted a Rothko. Exactly. (laughs) Um, and then that means we go on to the next person in the order. Did we set a full order? I don't think so because we were only just starting combat. Yeah. Um, so first is Emdal. Second is, um, (laughs) wet work. Uh, bop it and strickle. Which of you wants to go third versus fourth? Initiative, uh, initiative order is chosen, but then it's like ongoing for the rest of combat. I'll go fourth. Yeah. Great. Um, so that's going to bring us to that. Okay. So with uh, wet work having taken care of everyone, including uh, having lived friends, up to her name. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, we go to uh, Strickle's turn. So Strickle, you are beginning your turn dead which means you are welcome to instant derez and become the first person to derez and reassemble at a valid reassembly point. Would you like to do so? I would like to do so. I am okay. And so that soup on the wall, Hmm. that soup on the wall turns to dust. And essentially you see like the, the blood fade into uh, nano dust and like drift down onto the floor. And you, reassemble uh in the next in the back of the panther there's like a giant tube with like armor over it and that armor opens up and you come like stumbling out of the tube uh fresh with the pain of death god damn it didn't get to see anything well better go make a mess that i can look at (laughs) um combat having started strickle's mood has improved markedly and uh is going to jetpack in the direction of the enemy uh up in the the what is it the northwest corner the sort of enemy um reassembly tanks yes uh i'm gonna head generally in that direction because i'm lonely and i need to make some more soup (laughs) i thought strickle was normal but strickle is normal huh Mm. Normal in air quotes. Well, um, uh, yeah, Strickle gets very morose when uh, there's nothing fun to do. Uh, and so, you know, now, now we get to make some art. Um, did you swap your C4 for an EMP grenade? Which one of those are, your t- are you taking? Um, I'm going to stick with C4 for now because I don't know if people are going to be outside or if we're going to have to knock on some more doors. So... Okay. I feel like C4 is good to have uh, to make new friends. Cool. So you're going to rock it on over to the north side of the base. Where do you want to mm-hmm. be set up? You could set up on top of the armory, on top of the command center, on top of the workshop, on top of this tall comms tower. Uh, like, I think I will shoot for the top of the armory and uh, see what's... I mean, I, I only have a, uh, what, a carbine, I think, but... Um, yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. I'll just... I want to get a look It'll around. be fine. So that's your safe action. And then I'll say, because uh, 
uh, Brisket effectively turned everyone to soup, which has really changed the dynamic of this battlefield. Um, <laughs> you really don't have anything to shoot at in this exact moment, but you mm. know they'll be reassembling either here or here. You can also, mm. in Planet Fist, ready an action. So you can take mm. your safe action or your risky action and turn it into a readied action so that if a trigger occurs, you take that risky action. Oh, so if you Overwatch. Want to ready something up, yes, you can Overwatch. Mm. Uh, and if I'm... so, let me know what you're readying. Let's see. I am. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just gonna Overwatch. Like, get a, a ready, ready my carbine. Get a little lay of the land. See, uh, see who wants to pop their little head up and, and make friends. Um, and wait okay. for my, my comrades to uh, unsoup. You can't watch both sides. Which one are you watching? The close reassembly tank right here, coming up to the armory, or the far one over by the workshop? Uh, hold on. Let me get back to the owlbear. Um, where were the two again? Uh, it's either. Uh, Right here, over by the left, uh, western reassembly tanks, or the eastern ones? I'm going to watch the western ones for the moment. Cool. I'm going to put, like, a little zone of where you're watching. Cool. Mm-hmm. You've got a ready to action. Uh, and then we go to uh, Bop It. You're also soup. Would you like to mm-hmm. cease being soup? I would I would like to not be soup. Um, I've been soup. I, I, it's fine. It's not what I'm going for. You've been soup. Uh, you will be soup again. But for the moment. Yeah. I, yeah. The best uh, part of tabletop games are the lines <laughs> you can get out of context. <laughs> and do you swap in your AMR instead of your carbine? Yes. It, yes. it is worse at close range, just so you know, to scope. So That's fine. Range. I don't Great. care. It's fine. <laughs> so you've got your AMR. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I will run back to... I don't have a fancy jetpack. Uh, so I will run back to the weapons lab, I guess. That, can I reach that in one round or one yes, action? Yes, you can reach that in one round. Okay. You are now standing in the soup. Okay. Um, and <laughs> it's a good place to go because remember, um, one thing I forgot to tell you is that your goal was to retrieve that weapon prototype, which mm-hmm. you did find in the closet of the weapon, in the, in the storage locker of the weapons lab. Uh, but it, it definitely looks like a two-person carry. Um, okay. And... That C4 explosion seems to have done significant damage to the prototype. Um, okay. <laughs> it is not destroyed, but it is very much on its last legs. Uh, okay. So if you want to get that prototype back to the Panther in one piece, uh, that might need to be a priority. Okay, mm-hmm. I will start to do that. Is there any way I can carry it on my own, or is it like... If is you want to too- try and... If yeah. you want to try and move it on your own, you can. It'll be a right. grit roll. If you fail, you might damage it. Uh, fuck it, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, because... Go for it. Grit minus yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, seven. Uh, seven. Partial success. Oh, yeah. Yay. Hey. Um, you got, you got there a little bit. What's partial success going to look like in this case? So, one of two things happens. Mm-hmm. Um, either you are able to drag it. Um, actually, no, I think I know what it is. You are trying to drag this um, giant weapon through the soup out uh, onto, and you are like getting completely covered. Um, mm-hmm. And you accidentally, while trying to get it down the stairs, wet with the soup of other people's blood, uh, it falls on top of you. Um, <laughs> and so you're going to take um, worse of 2d6 damage um, okay. as the weapon crushes you on the way down the stairs. You take three damage. Let's see. I do have metallic skin, so that becomes oh, two damage. Yeah. Uh, so all that does is uh, exhaust your shields. You have great. Uh, 
So like you're you're going down the stairs, you slip on the blood of your fallen comrades and enemies. Um, the home the, the giant turret slams on top of you, and you see your like blue shields flash over your body. Um, and it chunks through them, and just as about to ac- actually break a bone, you realize you've got metal bones for a reason. Yay! Uh, you have managed to drag it all the way out of the weapons lab and back here. I'm gonna put this uh, little red token. To represent. Oh my god. Oh, big. Uh, Let me make that smaller. Um, (laughs) I can see why it takes two people. I think I I get it now. No wonder you couldn't carry it all the way. Okay, yeah, no, clear. (laughs) Okay. There is the more correctly sized version. Okay. Um, And so you've dragged it all the way out there and taken two damage. And that was your, both of your actions. Uh, Mm -hmm. Great. Um, bop it, nice work mostly. You now have no shields, which you can take uh, an action to recharge your shields if you want, but you still have full health. You have two health. Yay. Okay. Um, and then we go back around. Oh no, uh, we go to end of round steps, which will include probably triggering some readied actions. Um, there's a nice flow chart for referees for what to do at the end of the round, so I'm going to confront my own flow chart. Are there any unengaged NPCs? Uh, not that you know of. Uh, all the ones you know of are dead, if there are, in fact, any others. Uh, emergency derezes. Nobody, because they're all dead except for Emdahl. Uh, do you hold any sync points? Nope, you have not yet reached the sync point. Are there glitching items on the ground? So we did establish that when this guy died, um, a uh, glitching item came bouncing out. Uh, though that doesn't happen until they actually derez, uh, so, which is, is going to happen now. So uh, I'll, I'll roll for glitch next time. And then, uh, did any NPCs die this round? Yes, they most certainly did. <laughs> um, and so, Boppet, as you are finished pulling, like, as you're getting up from being crushed by this turret, you see all of the rest of the blood in the room. Poof, into oh, the yeah. nose. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole weapons lab is just basically like a, a smog of uh, nano-human remains. Same thing happens to our uh, Force Recon over here. Emdahl, you can sort of see as that, like, body flashes and disappears. Um, and then I am going to decide where to put them. Oh, and the scientist body as well, not just the uh, captain and her fire team, uh, also all disappear. And so you're going to see, coming around the corner, the captain's fire team, the scientists on the eastern side, and you don't see that Force Recon for whatever reason. Strange, huh? huh? That Weird. you you wouldn't know their location? Um, and so the brevet captain, Captain Cash Money, comes like absolutely like sprinting out of the reassembly tanks uh, with her squad. Like she's holding her hat to her head, which we said was like M. Bison's hat, but way too big for her. And she's like holding it as she runs, gesturing with her carbine. Um, and as she begins to point towards the weapons lab, she rounds the corner and sees Strickle right on top of the building. Strickle, roll, uh, let's say, precision to shoot or tactical. You can take either of those two because it was a prepared action. Uh, we'll go with precision because um, my tactic score is not great. Great. 2d6 plus uh, precision. Ooh, holy crap. 11. 11. Hell yeah. Okay. Roll damage. 1d6. Five. Five, also a great roll. So I'll knock out. Uh, are you shooting anyone in particular? The brevet captain herself, one of her squad oh. mates? Oh, I'm going for that hat. Like, come on. 
Okay, so at five damage, you see her around the corner. You've had, you've been envisioning her in your mind, like readying for this moment. The moment she steps around the corner, at one moment she has a head, the next moment she does not. Um, and uh, as she does that, as that happens, and she begins to derez, the hat simply begins to float down to the ground. Um, the rest of her body is disappearing. Cartoonish. But the hat itself seems to not actually be linked to her person. It seems to be a real physical object. Ooh, Uh, aren't we fancy. However, the moment it falls, one of her comrades picks it up and puts it on their head and starts pointing the same way that she was pointing. But I don't know if I want to claim the hat or destroy it. (laughs) Okay. Um, So we've got... One dead uh, captain here, so I'll draw just to represent that. Um, and we go to um, uh, beginning of the next round. Oh, um, one other thing happens, which is a new group of people who you hadn't seen before show, uh, show up. Um, they seem to maybe have been responding to some sort of emergency call based on what you heard the brevet captain shouting. Um and you see some people come flying out of those right side reassembly tanks and immediately jetpack up on top of the workshop. Um, there are three of them all wielding jetpacks and carbines, much like yours, Strickle. Mm. Okay. Well, well, well. And then we go to the top of the order, which would be Endal. Endal, what are you doing? Uh, did we skip wet work? I can't remember. I... Oh no! I just I had a held action. Is yes, that yeah, no, that no. was a uh, wet works turn was uh, blowing herself up, and then she'll go second right. in this round. Okay, 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 okay. I see, I see. All right, so um, there's like a little glitchy thing by me, right? Oh yes, there is the. Let me let me place something on there to show you uh, what it is. There is a data pad uh, laying on the ground, and it is flashing with wireframe, which means if no if no one picks it up soon, it will probably disintegrate and disappear. But it's like. It was supposed to be owned by that Force Recon person, but its connection to them is, is glitching. If you grab it, you can use it. All right, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab that. Okay, so as your safe action, you move in, grab the data pad. Doink. Um, and um, it is locked, but you think that, like, with some decently quick work, you could probably get into it. Um, do you go for that? Uh... Yeah, yeah, you know what? I'll sit down in one of the fucking chairs that haven't been exploded in here and then start working on that. <laughs> the one chair that was, like, behind a cubicle wall and therefore partially protected from the, like, shrapnel of the explosion. Uh, you take a seat. Uh, you've got, like, all of these big surveillance monitors in front of you, and you are fucking with the data pad. Uh, roll tactics for me. This is a life. Damn. Uh, all right, let me see. What the fuck are my tactics? Minus <laughs> one. Minus one. Minus one. Oh, baby. 2d6 minus one, right? Yes. Nope. So that's going to be... Oh, God. Six plus two is eight. Minus one is seven. Where's the plus two from? It's 2d6, right? Oh, yeah. Six so plus six. two. Minus eight is one is seven. Uh, partial right. success. Um, Yay. Okay. So um, you are able um, to get into the data pad. Um, Mm -hmm. and you realize it is still linked with the force recon to the degree that you are able to see where they are. Oh, you can screen look. Oh my God. You're screen looking. My streamers. 
My streamers are watching me watch a stream. Oh my god, I'm a fucking reaction streamer now. (laughs) Stream snipe. Um, The problem is, this Force Recon recognizes that connection and realizes who you are, and they're now screen looking you. Ah, They're ah, watching your stream. Oh no, they're in your chat! They're in your chat, Abdul! Oh no! You're being Um, raided. (laughs) Oh my god. Not in a good way. So both of you are currently stream sniping each other, but it does mean you can indicate to the rest of your squad where the Force Recon is. You've uncovered them and they're over here next to the scientists. That's that's hilarious. Excellent. Okay, in that case, we uh, go to wet work. You good? Um, and Wetwork, you are beginning the turn dead. Uh, would you like to instantly derez and reassemble? Yeah, I'd like to do that. Great. Um, Brom spilled all of his spaghetti, didn't he? Brom spilled all of his spaghetti. He lost his shields and dropped the turret down the stairs, yes? Yes, I would like to go assist Brom. Great, okay. So the two of you would like to drag this together into the panther? Yes, please. I will give that to you as a safe action, just because, like, there doesn't seem to be any enemies over here. Two people is enough to do it. I'll let Brom help you on that on your turn. Yay. Uh, So you effectively uh, move it in. Here's the thing. You've taken it back to the panther. You can either shove it inside, or if you want, you can try and install it on top, or Brom can. Might not be your specialty wet work. But I just want to say it is your choice of uh, putting it uh, inside or on top of. And bop it. I can let you decide that on your turn if you want to be the one to do it. Yeah, I mean, I would be happy to install the turret if you want to get going. Great. Ugh, yeah. And uh, wet work. What do you want to do? Okay, so we know where. I'm going to make it my life's mission to make prevent Captain Cash Money as miserable as possible. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I would like to. So is the most direct route to them through the weapons lab through that bridge there? Um, that route, this would also do, and it also means you might be able to step on the, the sink point and start trying yeah, to, all right. to I'll take go, the I'll, base I'll, go do, I'll go by the sink point to see if anybody's there. I don't think I'm going to hold it, but I'm, I'm going to make sure I clear it if I'm going to go through. Cool. And so you walk on through. That will be, like, both actions, I think, for this turn. Um, you, if, if you, if you wanted to shoot, you might be able to, like, not go very far and get a shot on the, uh, like... Uh, jetpack troopers over there. Um, but if you're aiming specifically for, for that Captain Cash money, you can make it as far as here, hold the sink point, and be able to do it next turn. Do you have a preference? Um, I'm going to go as, as fast as I can towards... Um, I really want Cash Money to understand uh, <laughs> how terrible this is going to be for them. I love what a sadistic fuck your character is. <laughs> um, in fact, I will let you get in view of the squad... Uh, if you want to roll um, precision for me to try and like dart across without getting shot by these, um, I'll even let you get like up to Cash Money's squad. Okay. Go for that. Um, I don't have any bonuses, so I just roll two. Yep, 2d6. Um, I get an eight. Get an eight. Partial success. Um, okay, so either you make it safely to the point area, or you take half damage from those uh, jet troopers watching you, but you get up to the armory here near the squad. Uh, I'm fine with taking half damage because I think it'll, I think it'll like scare them a little bit to know <laughs> that I have willingly taken damage 
twice when I didn't have Intimidation to rolling into fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I rolled 1d6. The half damage is one. So take one damage to your shield. Easy. Easy <laughs> every time. These these jet troopers like watch you um, and like you are just basically like booking it without you. They see that you see them, but you don't change your uh, like path. You don't like start hiding behind things. You're just like fully booking it and they shoot at you and you still don't like change your movement at all. And you hear one of them yell, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> and then their friend goes, oh, my God, is that wet work? Oh, fuck, no. Um, Cool. So that's your turn. Uh, And we go to Strickle. Strickle, what are you doing? Hmm. I, let's see. How many other jet troopers are over on that roof with the the over over here part? Uh, Three of them. Three of them? Mm. Yes. Mm. Okay. Um, I think what I am going to do... Nah, well, actually, how far, what is the range of the, the jetpack that I have? Um, somewhere, like, around 100 meters, so, like, about four of these little blocks. Um, mm. But you could push it with, like, a risky action, and uh, all distance is Ooh. approximate in Planet Fist. Let that's, me know what you want to do, and I'll tell you if it's possible. That's pretty close. What I'm thinking I want to do is uh, cackle like a maniac and uh, fly over to the other three jet troopers uh, and unleash my claws in the air to land yes, on yes, one of them. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> while, while sort of uh, scream chanting a song about, or uh, a few lines about uh, unzipping sinews to find the truth inside. Oh, okay. Give me a 2d6 plus precision. Oh, you know what? I would give you grit. I would give you grit for this. This is a gritty thing to do. <laughs> let's see. I'll take grit. Yeah, let's do it. Twelve. Twelve. Um, that's a, a dirty twelve, right? Ten plus two. Uh, yeah, ten plus two. Cool. Uh, okay. Double sixes are, are crits and fist. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cool. So you just the moment you see those other jet troopers, it's like that's my thing. Absolutely not. You turn, launch into the air, fly straight at them, uh, unsheathing your claws mid-air, which fully does rip through your skin. Like, there's not oh, some yeah. sort of, like, like place that they uh, have, like, armored or something. No, you just, like, tear giant cuts in your hands, uh, and you take one damage uh, to your um, health, uh, ignoring yeah. your shields. Um, you have two shields, one health, uh, and then your trajectory was perfect. They were so distracted by wet work. Roll 2d6 plus 1 for your uh, knuckle blade damage. Best of 2d6 plus 1, sorry. Oh, so be the 5. 5. Hell yeah. So you launch yourself across, um, and uh, immediately, like, you land on one of the jet troopers and basically nail him to the floor of the uh, the ceiling of the workshop. Like, you have to fully pull your claws out of the concrete of the workshop ceiling. Um, and he is gone. Done. Uh, like, where his where there was a chest, there are six holes. Awesome. Um, uh, I'm going... I'm go- At the end of whatever uh, line of poetry I'm uh, sort of half screaming, half singing, I look at the other two and go... Wet work's busy right now, but I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a familiar threat for those who face this squad. Mm-hmm. After Strickle goes Bop It. Bop It, what you doing? 
Uh, all right. So I want to mount our experimental turret on the Panther uh, Absolutely. and recharge my shields. So, uh, yeah. Can I do that? This, both of those things. This round, Absolutely. Or, it's a safe or, action to recharge your shields. You like put yourself behind the garage door so that like no one can see you give yourself some shields, give your shields time to recharge and then roll precision to try and install the, uh, turret. Oh boy. My precision is so good. Uh, it is in fact not good. Uh, oh, no. uh, yeah, that is a fail. Uh, that is a four. That uh, is a four. Yeah. Oh so wait, two- I can use my war die, can't I? You can use a war die if you want to. I will use my war die because I Great. feel like this is important. Uh, yeah, and I got a six on that, so I guess that's a ten now. That is Ooh. a ten. That is a just pure success now. Okay. Hey. So you hop up there. You're familiar with this thing now. You learned a lot about it while dropping itself, dropping it on you on the stairs. <laughs> yeah. You became intimately familiar uh, with yeah, the first hand uh, examination of the, the technology. Yeah. Okay. And so you uh, head up on top. You like carve out the old turret because you have two earthquakes. So replacing one isn't a big deal. You take out one of your anti infantry cannons. Basically toss it down the side and leave it laying in the girl, or maybe load it into your panther so you have it for the future if you want it. And then, uh, yeah, like, it's weird trying to interface uh, new committee technology with Velian Ascendancy technology, but you're Velian. You can make anything work with anything. Tech is your, like, middle name. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's it's actually your entire legal name. It's pretty much everyone's legal names. Your your names aren't (laughs) legal entities among the Velian Ascendancy. Uh, Individuality isn't that particularly important. Uh, yeah, we're just but, various uh, trademarked pieces of equipment stitched together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Still, you get the turret in place, and so now if you get in the Panther, you can operate the Talon homing rockets, and I will give you the stats on Ooh, those, homing, you say. those rockets, uh, which is for the listeners at home. It is best of 2d6 damage. Armor piercing six, so they ignore six points of armor, and they get plus two on all rolls that target vehicles. Ooh. Okay. That is Boppet's turn, and this is fully installed. So I'm going to move it off to the side because it's just a part of your panther now. That does Yay. mean if your panther gets destroyed, um, it we will. Lose it. Yes, it will destroy the prototype, and you will not complete the secondary objective. Aww. Now, next up, now no one has gone for the primary objective yet. We have no one on the point, but <laughs> that's okay. Uh, we come back around to the top, oh no, end of round steps. So, uh, first thing that happens at the end of the round is unengaged NPCs moved. Everyone's pretty much engaged at this point. Uh, everyone initiate an emergency DRES. Nope. Uh, does any faction hold a facility's sync points? Nope. Glitching items? Nope. Any NPCs die? Yes, we had two uh, jet troopers die, and you can see them sort of through the shielded door. Uh, we had one jet trooper die, and we had the original brevet captain, brevet captain Cash Money, uh, die. Oh shit! I killed two people this round. Sick. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Yes, you did. Um, and both of them are still inside the reassembly tanks, but you can like see them at the door, like grabbing their equipment and getting ready to go. Um, cool. Background to the top. That brings us to Emdal. Oh, and you can add the right. data pad to your to your inventory if you want. Okay, sick. Uh, can I just like I don't know, stream the data pad to whoever else so that yeah, we can see all see it? your stream, right? All right Automatically cool. assuming that you are. Yeah, totally. Okay, perfect, perfect. So let's see here. Uh, there is a bunch of fucking dudes 
jet dudes on top of the workshop, right? Yes, there are. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've made friends. Do I know where about the Force Recon dude is right now? Just basically right here right. next to, there's, there's like a group of scientists, like five or six scientists, and then the Force Recon guy. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I would like to re-enter stealth if I haven't already done that. Cool. Which I don't, um, I don't quite remember how to do that. Uh, that's just a safe action, so you pretty much you do Sick. it. Sick. All right, all right. So I'm going to use a safe action to enter stealth and then go over. I'd like to get behind uh, the reassembly tanks over here. Okay. And how tall is this building? Um, I would say it's a good three stories. Two stories, two stories. Two stories. All right. So maybe I'm going to try and go in the front door then. Oh, um, sorry about this. The... Uh, shields, I, I don't think I, I really emphasized it earlier. The shields prevent any anyone from the opposite faction from going into these particular buildings. Oh. Um, and neither side can shoot through. Uh, the, oh, there's an invisible wall there. The, yes. The, uh, this, this technically, it's high-speed nanoflux. Uh, this changes my plan, then. Okay. Cool. So, wet work is right here, right? Yes. I'm gonna stealth and walk up to wet work and be like, hey, can you hold this and then hand her my redeploy beacon? Of course I'm going to take that. Okay. Fuck, okay, I really hate when they donate for me to do this, but just give me a second, okay? And then oh. uh, I take my carabiner and put it in my mouth and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, your Carbine, brains uh, splatter on the wall of the command center as you shoot that carbine. Uh, towards yourself. Um, I'm assuming what you meant with the beacon was like deploying the beacon right yes. there, right? Yes. Okay. I'm deploying it right by wet work. Okay. Um, and everyone on the squad can use that beacon. You all have beacons, but one of the, your squad's beacons can be active at a time. And uh, this is now active for the whole squad. So anyone who wants can redeploy uh, on that beacon. Um, um, I like... I like Ver I like Emdal's beacon the most because whenever it triggers, it goes, Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it Ring that bell. Uh, <laughs> I hate my existence. <laughs> we all hate our existence. It's fine. Okay. So Emdal is splattered and can come back uh, right there next turn with different stuff. Uh, and we go on to wet work. All right. Um, like I said, I'm going to make um, Brevet Captain Cash Money's um, life as difficult as possible. Um, can I throw... Oh, yeah, I don't think, right, I don't so think Cash, Cash Money has come back the, out since in I... the reassembly. Yes, you can kill her troops, which I imagine also makes her very, very upset. One of them has her hat. Get it! <laughs> I'm going to... Okay, can I, can I... Okay, I would like to do two things. Um, I would like to throw smoke grenades at her squad. And then I would like ah. to go into the cloud of smoke and just like start punching people or knifing them or whatever I have on me. Can I do that? Fuck it. I'll let you do that in the same round. You could definitely do it in two rounds. I think you do it in the same. We'll, we'll treat throwing the smoke as a safe action. Um, and then, uh, yeah, let's uh, draw some smoke on the field. It's going to be this yellow right here. I'm assuming you're just trying to put it on top of them. Okay, you don't have knuckle blades, so this is just an unarmed attack, right? Unless you wanted to shoot your assault rifle in the smoke. Uh, no, no, I want to. I want to actually punch them. Great. Okay. Oh, also, you have ocular scanning, sweet. I forgot about that. 
which means you know, you just straight up know the stats of these people. Like I'm going to, I'm going to copy uh, all of the information on them um, into chat for you. They each have two HP, two shields. Um, there are four of them, including the brevet captain. They've got assault rifle like you, and they've got frag grenades. Um, and you know that oh, none of them... Can I pull the pin on one of them? Can I do that instead? Oh my god! <laughs> Absolutely. Especially because with your ocular scanning suite, it says you can see through smoke. Um, so you ah! are the only one of them that can see. Give me a precision <laughs> roll to get in there and manage to nab one of their grenades and pull it. Okay. Um, I get an eight again. Okay. So can I have the grenade go off, but it also gets me too? That's absolutely the only thing that could possibly happen there. <laughs> um, roll 1d6 plus one. Uh-oh. Uh, six. <laughs> 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 the entire Prevet Captain's fire team is turned to paste once again. Um, yeah. <laughs> wet work why included. they don't like you. <laughs> I, I am also obliterated, yeah. It is becoming very, very clear how wet work gained this reputation. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of a lot of red haze all over here. Exactly. The the smoke uh, it, the smoke is now tinted red. It was white smoke and it is now red smoke. Hey. Uh, <laughs> the top three video feeds is like Emdal, the guy that does the 720 no look uh, sniper shot compilations. I bet just me running into smoke grenades and pulling people's pins. That's that's how it is. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Hell yeah. Um, also, as that happens, we see the hat a little bit singed go flying up out of the smoke um, and then flutter onto the ground uh, right over here. So the brevet captain's hat is now now down on the ground. And we go to wet work, then Strickle. Oh, hello. Uh, yes. Well, I still have claws out, so I think I'm... Nah, you know what? I actually am feeling a deep camaraderie with my... Uh, with, with my uh, pseudo leader uh the Mm -hmm. the actual leader not the on paper leader and so i'm going to detonate the c4 that i'm carrying between these two uh remaining (laughs) jet people up here Uh okay so you have to place and then detonate so that's going to be both of your actions and so go ahead and give me so you're trying to like put this uh towards a moving target so i need you to give me a precision roll all right. Uh, let's see. I have one in that. That's not terrible. But I've been rolling too good so far, and I have to pay for it eventually. Or not! That is double sixes. No way. <laughs> no way. Okay. You position, you like toss the C4, not between them, on them. Um, and it sticks directly to the face of one of these two. Um, uh, I, I imagine it is. I throw it on one of their faces, and they like turn to like look away, pointing it at the other person. That is exactly <laughs> what happens. Roll one d six. Oh, boo! <laughs> Two plus five is seven. Oh yeah, okay. That's that's good. I like that. <laughs> and you absolutely obliterate um, those two uh, jet troopers. And because you roll double sixes, I think what I'll say you can do if you want, it was going to use both of your actions so you wouldn't get to move Mm. this turn. Do you want a rocket jump? 
Oh, I want to rocket jump, Jess. I want to rocket jump. I want to rocket jump in the direction of the Force Recon guy and the scientists. Okay, so essentially, you toss this. He turns to his friend with the C4 on his face. You jet into the air so you can ride just the momentum on the very edge of the blast using your jetpack. And you jump over their head as you detonate it. Boom, fly up and land on the wall over here next to the reassembly tank, looking down on the scientists and the uh, Force Recon. How's that sound? I love it. (laughs) Okay, boom, boom. Great. Uh, That is Strickle's turn. And we go to Bop It. All right. uh, So the garage door is still open, right? Do I have like... From where the Panther is right now, could I do I have a line of sight of any active uh, tangos or you, you did until Strickle did what Strickle did. <laughs> okay. Um, I no. don't think you have line of sight. No. Okay. Um, no question about the th- you say it's a homing rocket or does that mean like indirect fire is an option or is that like only just, on vehicles only on vehicles and there's no vehicles active right now. So not um, right now. Okay. There might be ways that that happens. Okay, uh, well, we don't have any indication uh, of that happening right now. So I'm going to get in the Panther and uh, maneuver it towards the bridge. Because, uh, yeah, our primary objective is A, right? So Correct. Yeah, I should probably get on that. <laughs> and, so yeah. there's no way to get the Panther inside these walls, or at least not with the walls as they currently are. You could okay. drive it under the bridge, or you could walk to the bridge. I see. Okay. Um, all right. Is there any way to, like, fire the, the rockets from the Panther while I'm away from it, like a remote fire? Uh, Fascinating concept. I did say they were homing rockets. I yeah. will let you... Um, roll precision to jury rig a system that does that. Uh, Yeah, uh, 10. Absolutely. You're like, um, DNC isn't even like taking full advantage of what these things could be. If you've got (laughs) homing tech, why would you bother aiming them? You can just activate them and like 10 seconds software. You're good. All right, cool. Um, yeah, tell the rest of the squad. Yeah, if you see a vehicle, let me know. I'll I'll bring uh, Hellfire on it, uh, and then I'm I'm going to start running towards A. Great, and then you put yourself on A. All right. Um, and that is in fact the end of the round, which means you're going to be able to hold it. Yay! Um, <laughs> and uh, so end around steps. Which I will pull up for my own reference. Unengaged NPCs. Um, so. Uh, Brevet Captain Cash Money comes running out of the building, as does uh, the saboteur who um, previously died. Um, and we got a real cloud going on over here. Uh, no emergency dereses. You do hold the sync point, which means we start the sync clock. I'm going to put that up here. Just draw a little thing. And you have uh, gotten rid of the first tick. If you get that to zero, you capture the facility. What that looks like. Your nanites, your nanos, begin assimilating the sync point. That sync point Ooh. is this, like, antenna structure that they have hung a, um, like, hang-in-there poster uh, on the front of. Um, and uh, the words hang-in-there begin to deform and, like, squiggle <laughs> until they're primarily just, like, a circuit board pattern that isn't really recognizable as human language. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can see little green circuit board patterns beginning to spread outward from the sink point, like on the bridge towards the rest of the base. 
Um, cool. And that's the that's the first of three ticks that you need to capture the base. As you do that, you receive a call from uh, what's her name, General General Debar. Um, do you pick up or does she scream it at you anyway? Yeah, those uh, are your two choices. I will pick it up. Uh, hello, General. How 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 how's it going? Captain Captain Helsing, it's wonderful to talk to you. Um, I feel like it's been uh, too long, like two minutes without Sweet Squad. Like, what's a what's a minute without sweets? You know that? You know? Do you do you understand how I how I feel? Uh, is it no? Um, that's okay. It, I understand yeah. how you feel, and that's what's really important. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. Anyway, oh yes, I was calling for a reason, which was to let you know. Uh, it's mostly just bad news this time. I I would say that there's good news, but I'll figure out that spin later and call you back with the good news. In the meantime, we did receive word from uh, Aerial Telemetry that mm-hmm. uh, it, as soon as they noticed that you were taking Positronics Weapons Lab, they did authorize an Osprey Aerial Transport, which we believe to be carrying uh, two armored exosuits. Uh, like, you know, like the mech things mm-hmm. uh, that they plan to drop in directly on the sink point. Uh, our aerial surveillance shows that it's about uh, 10 seconds out. Uh, cool. So I guess the good news is that you won't have to wait in suspense very long about this. So, um, yeah. So what, what what reinforcements are we getting? Because obviously you'd have to respond in kind, right? As a, as a skilled general, you would like counter their maneuver with our own reinforcements, right? <laughs> Right, bop, bop it. Yeah, you are my counter. Uh, Click. Oh no, my God. I, <laughs> it's not not how that. Okay, thanks, General. Appreciate the update. Five star generalship. Good Five job. Five star generalship. <laughs> yeah. Um, end of next round. An Osprey aerial transport will drop exosuits on the point. Um. Okay. That's that round. No glitching items. We go back to the top. Emdal, would you like to de-res and reassemble? I would love to de-res and reassemble. Okay. Dust and drop. You get built in orbit and absolutely catapulted down from orbit in this like giant metal drop pod that you all see dropping in at this location and slam onto the ground and you come stumbling out. What do you want to do? You can dr- land anywhere Don't forget anywhere to like within. and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> out of the beacon. Um, you can land anywhere within, like, 10 meters, so sort of this little circle of Sick. the beacon. All right. Uh, can I land here, then? Just, like, right right by the sink point. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Can I toss both of my C4 things onto the point? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? For later. Uh, can I... Is this bridge supported in any way? How How effective would C4 be in... Dropping the bridge into the canyon. Faye, I have never considered this question. The lore says You're welcome! The lore says that the sink point has to be in that particular location to function. What happens if it isn't? I... Okay. You would know One of two options. Uh Go ahead. One, they'll sink... And then drop, like, right into the canyon. Uh, two, they respawn wrong. So, so here's what it is. The lore says that what sink points do is that they keep the nanos, the entire base here is nano-assembled. 
Like, mm-hmm. everything you see is built by nanos. And that's why when you change factions, that's why it was able to, like, infect the poster and stuff like that. Because when you change factions, it just converts oh. the nanostructure of the entire base. Um, and so... Um, the sync point stabilizes that like nano assembly because they found out having an entire base made of nanos cause like an information overload in the nano net. Um, and they don't even know where the sync points are going to be. That's why it's in this like stupid location in the middle of the bridge because it's wherever the information density is too much. Um, if you remove it, it removes that stabilizing force from that area. I think essentially what you would be doing is breaking the facility. Um, would I gray goo everything? I have absolutely no idea. I would probably rule some of it based on the roles. I will say this is fully off the rails of the structure of Planet Fist, (laughs) as in, like, you are fucking up something big time that your faction did not tell you to do. They told you to take the base. I will also absolutely let you do it. I just want you to know that, like... Uh, primary objective is out the window at the point where you start actively deconstructing the base. <laughs> I can't help it. They donated. <laughs> you. It's true. You give the people. I what used they want. to have free will, but then I became a streamer. Okay. <laughs> uh huh. All right. Yeah. I want to. I want to. You know. Drop my. Drop my C four at the fucking like connecting points of the uh, uh, the bridge in between the canyon. Okay. Um. I'm gonna say that taking out this metal bridge is going to be uh, 10 damage. I'm not going to worry about armor. Um, And you can drop two bricks of C4 in the right positions this turn, but you won't be able to blow it, or you can just do one brick of C4 and hope it does enough damage and blow it this turn. Do you have a preference? Yeah, I want to do two bricks. I don't don't care about blowing it this turn. Cool, okay. You set up a brick. What I'd like to do is have it blow when the two mechs drop in. (gasps) Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. See, I thought you were going to try and shoot him down, but that's honestly more fun. Um, cool, I'm representing your bricks of C4 with these little ammo symbols, and they are set up to blow the bridge. Um, great, well, that's insane. Uh, Wetwork, would you like to uh, derez and reassemble? I would love to derez and reassemble. Cool, where are you coming in? Panther or uh, drop Beacon? The, the drop point. I, I see cash money. I know what I gotta do. Do you want to come in on the roof where you can see cash money get dropped in on the roof? I would love to. I would love to drop in on the roof. Great. Okay. Uh, slam. Drop pot on the roof. Cracks in the concrete, and you are looking right down at cash money. Can I jump off the building and elbow dropped cash money? Absolutely, God. you can. Well, um, first, when I get to the edge, I'm going to go, "Hey, cash money," because I, I want cash money to look up and see me. Yes. And mm. then I'm going to elbow drop cash money. It's going to be worst of 2d6 damage, even if you connect, because you're not, like, specializing in melee, but you can absolutely do it. All right, let's do it. Okay, uh, so first of all, give me a grit roll. Um, I'll give you grit instead of precision, because uh, this is an insane thing to do, to drop, to, like, jump and elbow drop cash money. There's, there, there's no special rules for doubles, right? Um, no, not doubles, only double sixes. Okay, um, so I actually have a bonus to grit. I'm so proud of myself. So this is, is a seven? Seven. Okay, this is a partial success. Um, roll worst of 2d6 for damage. Um, six. You roll double sixes on your damage? <laughs> the worst of 2d6? Yeah, worst of 2d6 is roll 2d6. Oh, I, I thought you wanted me to roll 2d6 twice to get the totals. Okay, four. Four. Um, that's still a really good worst of 2d6 roll and absolutely enough to kill. Um, 
So I will let you take the narration here. Um, what I will tell you is she's going to get to shoot you too. But tell me what it looks like when you jump off taunt and she shoots you and you still elbow her enough to kill. Um, well, obviously I get up on the side of the building, right? And I shout yeah. at her and then I point at her so that like, you know, as though they were a crowd. I want her to know. And then when I jump off of this, it is just the weight of all the armor I am wearing mm. that just like connects uh with her head right yeah just like snaps her neck so it just goes through the shields and stuff because we're like right next to each other it is gruesome probably messes my arm up it's fine we're both into this i assume cash money is into this i'm gonna make cash money into this (laughs) (laughs) yes with this success i will say that she hasn't been wanting to admit it to her squad but they're not here this time you hear the little moan that happens as her neck breaks um (laughs) And you take the same damage from the fall. That's your partial success. You die also. Both of your bodies snap as you hit the ground. Excellent. Ideal. I think that's I think that's romance. I think that's gay. I do think <laughs> that's the gayest now. thing that's happened. Is yeah. this Yuri? Yeah. <laughs> this is Yuri. Um, also, I forgot to say, but the rest of the fire team did uh, uh, reassemble at the end of last round. Uh, so they are both in the reassembly rooms. But yes, you have taken out uh, the brevet captain once again and taken out yourself. And you've both kind of taken out each other in multiple senses of the term, it appears. <laughs> um, cool. What works turn. Um, which means we go to Strickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who is over here with me? Uh, the scientists, s- the uh, Force Recon, and... Uh, one of the saboteurs, the jet troopers. Where's the, uh, f- so the force recons over there? Yes. As well? All right, sick. You got uh, a whole cloud. You do have one brick of C4 left. Oh, did I have two? Yes. Oh, sweet. Nah, I don't want to be repetitive. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, just take a, a dive, like, claws first at the force recon person because, uh, we haven't met yet. <laughs> Roll grit. Uh, sorry. Before I do that, I look over at the uh, the jet trooper that I killed previously, and I'm like, wave a little, and then dive claws first. Uh, what was the score I'm rolling? Uh, rolling grit. Grit. Ooh. Uh, oh, that's ten. That's, my grit that's a ten. Okay, nice. you come down before the the, the force recon hasn't no, doesn't know that. Uh, the stream snipe has been shared to the rest of the squad, totally thinks that he's invisible to, like, everyone but Emdahl, and so is, like, only watching Emdahl, and so you just come down right on the side of his head. Um, like, bam, claws through the plane, uh, splatter onto, like, some of the jet troopers who are standing here, shick, and, uh, as you pull the claws out, drops to the ground. Uh, no more force recon this round. Um... <laughs> That's one action. You have a safe action? I can't really think of anything safe that you can really do right now. Um, you're kind of surrounded <laughs> completely. Recite mm. poetry? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that that is correct. Oh, no. My safe action, while I, w- with my claws out covered in somebody else's blood, is I pull uh, my notebook out of my pocket and I just like write a few lines down. Uh, Scratch it in blood. Yeah, dipping, uh, scraping a little bit of the blood off of my claws, and then like noting something down in the book. (laughs) Inspiration can strike anywhere. Mm. (laughs) 
Wonderful Strickle. Bop it. You are directly where the exosuits are going to deploy and the C4 is set up. What would you like to do on your turn? Well, I have an interesting uh, idea. Um, so I have lagging as a, a character trait. <gasps> you do? Uh, you do. You yeah. Do have and, lagging. It, and it lasts up to two combat rounds. So, uh-huh. um, yeah, I, I, uh, the question is now I can't deal damage, uh, but I can't deal damage. The Panther can deal damage, right? That's uh, true. That is so, absolutely true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll activate lagging, and uh, I, I mean, if I can see the the mechs, I can start firing on them, right? Um, yeah. yeah. So you want to ready right. in action? Yeah, 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 ready in action. But yeah, I, I stay on the point because I'm still capturing the point. So if the C4 plan doesn't work, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I get to see at least what happens, right? <laughs> if the synchro point blows up. Um, so yeah, just standing on it, lagging and uh, waiting for the, the mechs to come in range as I, as I watch them on my little data pad screen uh, uh, from the Panthers POV. And uh, yeah, just like, well, this is... I guess I didn't need coffee to wake up anyway. <laughs> lots, so, lots of explosions. Gonna be just fine. Yeah. So the captain is like scrolling a data pad, clearly trying to like set up something. And then the captain isn't there. And then the captain is floating over the gorge, not next, <laughs> not on the bridge. And then the captain is back on the bridge uh, and, and like keeps moving to different sides of the sink point. It's happening again. Oh, You've God. seen this before. You, no one has really been able to answer why it happens. Whenever like scientists come to check it out, it just isn't happening at that time. They can't seem to reproduce it. But sometimes the captain is only partially there, uh, and that time seems to be right now. Uh, it's <laughs> like when I try to explain someone what's wrong with my truck. Exactly. <laughs> um, except that the truck in this case is the only thing that is working. Uh, lucky Boppin. <laughs> um, cool. So you ready up that action. You are lagging. And we go to uh, end of round. Uh, so end of round, we check. What do we check? Unengaged NPCs, yes. So the rest of the brevet captain's fire team moves back out. Uh, and they avoid the smoke by going up the center. Uh, these uh, jet troopers join them and actually jet onto the top of the comms tower. Um, and then uh, sync points, we count down another tick. Um, and so... All of that, like, snaking uh, circuitry that's, like, spreading has reached the entire base. And, in fact, the blue is, like, darkening into, like, a a navy that is near black. And the beige is, like, beginning to take on a greenish tinge to it. Um, And all of those motivational posters, like, the words are gone everywhere. And, like, the the hang-in-there cats and the Garfields and everything, space Garfields, are, like, their eyes are filled with circuitry. Um, this is horrifying, actually. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> um, and then um, oh. we go to sync points happen, glitching, there's no glitching items, NPCs that died, the Force Recon uh, pops back up, tries going to the opposite side, hoping for better results, but you're still <laughs> stream sniping, you know exactly where they are. Um, uh. And the Brevet Captain's fire team also wants none of this. Or the brevet captain herself. No, she wants more of this, actually, I just remembered. Yeah, so yeah, she, she does, does come back. I bet she uh, does. Right there. Um, and that's uh, end of round steps. She comes back right where she was, uh, you know, 10 meters away, ready to run back towards wet work. Um, and let's see. Beginning. Oh, that is where our drop happens. 
So oh we see um, that uh, plane come flying in. I'll choose an icon for that plane really quick. It's an Osprey aerial transport comes swooping in from the northern side, entering directly into the range of visibility of the Panther. Bop it. Your prepared action goes off just as it reaches over the bridge and like becomes enters that line of sight because it has to come from that angle. Uh, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus... I'll give you tactics or precision. I think either one applies. Tactics, definitely tactics. Yeah, because you have this action. <laughs> tactics make sense. You like plan uh, this whole thing in advance. Yeah, uh, I get a 8. Uh, you get an 8. Partial success. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, I think what that looks like is... Oh... But, you know, I was going to say that you you hit it and it crashes into you. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, you can't be crashed into. <laughs> um, so, uh, in that case, well, first of all, roll damage. Uh, oh, and you take a plus two. What was your, what was your result? Uh, eight. Oh, yeah. If it's eight, then it becomes a ten. Yeah. It becomes a ten because the homing rockets take a plus two on all shots against vehicles. Great. Ooh. <laughs> um, and let me pull up the vehicle stats. An Osprey has four armor, completely ignored by your Talon homing rockets. Um, and the damage is best of 2d6. See here, five. Five. Okay, not quite enough to kill. Uh, but you have, like, um, basically exposed the entire bottom half of this thing. It is it is a a, a set of engines and a, a, a cage. Um, like, shrapnel is, like, falling off, or debris is falling off of it. Um, and to just get the hell out of Dodge, both of those exosuits drop down. Um, these are hulking, uh, massive figures in, like, painted just head-to-toe in beige. <laughs> um... Yeah. And you can see, like, exposed pneumatics on their arms driving these, like, exosuits. The pilots are, like, just barely visible as a shape within, like, the the armored uh, center torso of it. Uh, and they come dropping in um, right literally on top of Boppet. But Boppet is only kind of there. Like, Boppet is just fading in and out of existence on top of these uh, exosuits. Um... And I will say the five damage that you applied to the Osprey also hits the exosuits. Like, they Yay. take the explosion as they drop. Um, and so let me apply that damage to the exosuits. And it's AP6. Yep. Um, the exosuits definitely look damaged, but, like, they are honestly more heavily armored than the Osprey because they don't typically have to fly. Uh, right. So, like, you have, like, uh, burnt the armor plating on their fronts to a crisp, but they're still totally functional. Um, great. That brings us, I believe, to top of round, Emdal. Hey! So, first, <laughs> can I fuck off? Can I get off the fucking bridge before <laughs> I explode it? Um, it is going to be a roll to get off the bridge okay, before you explode perfect. it, so that the, they don't shoot you on your exit. Um, okay, and if perfect. you die, you can't blow it. Okay, alright. What do I roll? What would be, what would that be? I believe I would say a precision roll for trying to like I'm dodge good and at precision. Um, Sick. All right. Uh, and explain to me war die again. You just add a d six. Mm-hmm. Basically, 
Yes, you can just add a d6 after you roll. Um, you do you take do... a minus one on this precision roll because you are not employing a class item and your hands are specialized for that. Like, they're so fucked up and weird, you sometimes lose your balance yeah. trying to use those hands. Uh, and so you're actually only going to take a plus one bonus. Can you use a war die on damage? Yes, you yes. can. Also, other people <laughs> can use their war die on what you are doing if they have any. Oh, and so interesting. Yes. Uh, any but I have, interesting. I have none to offer, so sorry. <laughs> Uh, Wetwork has one. I have then... one, yeah, because I'm on squad. Squad support. Right. Do you need it? Do you, do you want it? Uh, you... Right now, I think I'm I'm good for the dodging part. I'm good for the dodging part, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Cool. Right, uh, so roll it plus six. one. Plus one. That is a five plus a four plus one. Ten. 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 That's a perfect success. So, like, they come down, and they've got these, like, scatter cannons mounted on their arms, and they're just, like, pouring shotgun shots after you. You were prepped for this. This was your plan all along. You are dodging and weaving, and, like, tell me where you want to end up. Uh, alright. So, I would like to add up... Uh, who... who this, is the Force Recon on top of the radio tower thing right now? The, uh, saboteurs are the, the Sorry, jet troopers. Yeah. Enemy jet, jet troopers. troopers. Okay, can we get into the armory, or is the armory um No, you can totally run well? in the armory. I would like to get into the armory. Okay, you hide inside. And we press the big red button, yay! You press okay. the big red button! Okay, roll me damage, uh, one, uh, 1d6 twice, because it's two bricks. So, 2d6, okay. essentially. I'm, I'm gonna add a war die. Uh, you can choose after the fact whether you want to add okay. the war die. I said that you had to hit 10 damage. Sick. Okay, 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 2d6. Uh, that is a six plus a three. So and then you you take five for each brick of C4, because C4 is 1d6 plus five. So that is oh. 19 damage. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and add a war die, too. Let's just get that number up there. Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, Fuck it, right. we ball. Yeah, yeah we what ball. does it take to turn concrete into a, a breathable particulate? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. What's the war die result, just so I know? War die result is four. Four. Okay. This is 23 damage. Um, <laughs> you turn this entire side of the bridge into paste. It's not that you break it in half. There's no side yeah. of the bridge on this side. Um, the yeah. other end of the bridge goes tipping over and like the, um, exosuits are falling into the explosion. Uh, and so they are also going to take not all of that damage, uh, but some of that damage, but then additional damage from the fall. And I'm going to say, fuck it. You paste <laughs> these exosuits. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> so they yeah. Like, fall into the explosion. Uh, they're already hurt. Bam, hit the ground. And that's what finally crunches them. Bop it. Meanwhile is still lagging midair. <laughs> Did not get hit by the explosion, was not there, and then came back a moment later and is fully roadrunnering it right now. It's um, like the fucking, the halo lagging where, you know, the dead body flies off, but then is standing in the air and running in place a couple seconds later. And... That is exactly oh. what is happening. Uh, and uh, you will, Ross, you can't mm-hmm. hold that forever, but on your turn, you can get to safety before falling if you do. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Meanwhile, one point away from actually sinking the facility, the sink point drops out of place. Everything goes weird. Um, Give me a 1d6 luck roll. Higher is better. Me or everybody? Uh, You, Endal. Okay. 
<laughs> assume there is no luck stat. <laughs> There's no luck stat. This is just a okay. plain 1d6. This is a tool I'm taking from uh, Down We Go and Tony uh, plus, right. plus 20 XP as a GM. It's just like roll 1d6 to find out when, when no one has control. Just roll 1d6 for luck. Let d6 uh, take the wheel. Yeah. A one is good, right? Did you get a one? I got one is... Uh, yes. Okay. Do you... Does anyone want to spend a war die? Because it is a roll, so you can spend a war die. Oh! Or do um, you want to just take the one? I am very interested in what the one means. Is it okay <laughs> if we just let this happen? I'm, I'm also interested in what the one means. <laughs> I mean, I have no war die to contribute, so... I, I uh, spent uh, mine to get the fucking turret on mounted, so yeah, I only had the one. We have two yeah, okay, people wait, wait, wait. interested in what it, one means. Is the yeah. one is the one removed from play permanently or something else? Because I think that would that would uh, inform. Well, I mean, we won't know until die. we know. What do you mean by removed from play permanently? Uh, like you know, can't respond or whatever. Um. Okay, I will tell you what the one means, and we can figure it out. This okay, base okay. is going to fall completely apart in a very dangerous way. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <One>. Okay. <laughs> Keeping the one, the sink point drops out of place. You all can immediately feel that happen. You are part mm. of the network. You are part of the nanonet. When that sync point drops out of place, it does not take long for all of the nanos making up this base to start sending signals to each other, to start overloading. You feel that. Your vision is fuzzing. Like Everyone here can feel that overload happening. But it hits the the base worse than you. Bio bio nanos are different than like construction nanos. Like they they have slightly different properties, and it mm-hmm. takes this way harder. All of the buildings start to shake. Not shake like like at first it's not like a physical the way you would think of like a a, a wave of force running through something. They are shaking at the molecular level. Like it is it is the, oh. these buildings are fraying at their atomic bonds to the other atoms. Um, and that goes on for just a few seconds before that is enough to start causing the real physical macro scale issues. Cracks start running through all of the concrete of these buildings, which were getting ready to convert into the metal of the Velian Ascendancy. They're not even sure what shape they are. Like as the sink point falls away, they lose connection to any one architecture. And these are now like metal concrete hybrid alloys that are themselves splitting and cracking and melting. As that happens, um, the uh like structures themselves lose stability and even though some are starting to to go to nano dust first the uh physical pieces begin to crumble because they can't support their own weight uh anyone who is in a building or near a building uh is going to take uh damage uh emdal take best of 2d6 damage best of 2d6 so roll 2d6 twice or... uh roll 2d6 and then take the the higher one. i see i see whichever one hurts you more yeah. That is that is a four. Four? You're dead. God. Yeah! <laughs> okay, everyone in this assembly tank is dead. Uh, so prevent Captain Cash Money. Um, and no, Cash Money! <laughs> um, My KDR is so good! I should have killed you! <laughs> uh, 1d6 over 2 to the saboteurs who fall. Uh, so the, the jet troopers fall and take 2 damage, uh, blowing up their shields. Um, and then everyone who is near a building, um, who, so that's going to be wet work. You're already dead. That's just strickle. Make a 1d6 luck roll. Um, mm-hmm. anything below three, you're going to take damage. Oop. There's that one again. 
<laughs> okay. Um, you're going to take worst of 2d6 damage, which is two damage for Strickle oh. and two damage. So basically everyone here has their shields exploded and the eggheads just get crushed. So the enemy scientists uh, just <laughs> fully, uh, get crushed by falling debris. Emdahl? Can all of these kills be attributed to me? (laughs) Yeah! Asking the real questions here. I really wouldn't want to respawn with this base's uh, uh, tanks at the moment, so good luck, scientists. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. Holy shit. (laughs) Um, Oh, your panther is crushed. Oh no! Ah! Yeah! Um... Gone. Uh, that is no longer a functioning reassembly point, no. and the Talon homing rockets are destroyed as well. No! Mm-hmm. You I have worked so hard! Everything up completely. Oh, no. I, get, uh. I warned everyone. <laughs> I, I have to note that multiple warnings went out as a GM. For the um, record, I was lagging when these decisions were made. I cannot be responsible for them. Experimental yeah. missiles and the facility out of enemy hands, so I feel yeah. like we did a good job today. Denied to the enemy. Yeah, it was a special secret objective. Yeah, Strickle's just so standing there, like, can... taking notes on the ways that people are dying. <laughs> yeah, is my redeploy beacon still functional? It is! You have one valid reassembly point. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah I'm a space. genius! <laughs> <laughs> so, usually the game ends when either you capture the facility or you capture and clear everyone out, just depending on timing. I have mm. lost all semblance of what begins, what ends this session. We broke um, the game! We absolutely did. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, in that case, I'm going to put it to you all as players. Um, we could call this the end of your mission, and we have a conversation with uh, General Debar, and uh, that's the end of today's recording. We could say that you first come back in and want to clean up everyone here who no longer have functioning reassembly points that you know of, and finish clearing out the base, then have a call with Debar and end, uh, or some completely other objective that I'm not thinking of that you have as a suggestion. But my main two are, call Debar now, you get pulled out of the field, end it here, or we do clean up, and then call with Debar and end. Well, I mean, I feel like we have to, uh, now we have to extract the brevet captain uh, before they're consumed by, like, whatever base what? failure, right? Because otherwise... take her as a pet. Well, but, but they have a bond. I'm taking her as a pet. I think of her as an equal. An yeah, what work in... suffering that I will visit upon her. Yeah, what work in her have a bond? Like, that's, that's beautiful. We can't just leave that. Cash money is dead with no spawn. Oh, but... damn it. She would, I believe, were this game to continue, become a reoccurring character who seeks out battles with wet work. Um, it would not nice. be the last we see of Cash Money. Couldn't remember if uh, she was still alive. Okay, then. Then I have nothing to yes. contribute. We can. I, I'm good with fleeing. I think, yeah, call <laughs> yeah. D-Bar. Okay. Uh, you don't call D-Bar. D-Bar calls you. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh so, Bop It, you get a call from uh, General Candybar, and... Uh, hey, what? Ah, uh, hello? D- uh, what? D- I'm oh, sorry. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. Are we good? Can you hear me? Captain, Can you hear me? Yeah. Captain, yeah. Captain, Captain. Oh, hey. Hey, yeah, the lag finally died down. Captain, oh, my I God, what happened? Oh, my... <laughs> what the hell? What? Oh, wow, this is new. Yeah, hi. What happened yeah. is exactly my... Question, Captain. I understand 
that your squad has unorthodox methodology. And I am trying to hold my patience for said methods. However, for all of my breathing exercises, I am struggling. What have you done? Well, following your orders, I think you're a brilliant general there. Uh, uh, you, you, you really we we stopped the enemy from building the secret weapon uh, that was going to doom us all. Look at what the damage did by de- by we, thanks to your cunning leadership, uh, we were able to stop the en- We were able to deny the enemy this powerful weapon, which can destroy entire bases. So, congratulations, general! You did a great job leading us. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm a little foggy in a little of the details because of my lag, but yeah, you, you we did it. We won. Oh, no, that's, that's that's easy yeah. to clear up. Their, their experimental weapon couldn't handle and had a, an extreme adverse reaction to our Valian ascendancy superior technology, which that we we've destroyed their poison pill and their poison pill factory, uh, preventing us from being harmed. Yeah, as, as, yeah, uh, yeah. As, as the poets will sing of this, as as General Debar undermining their their uh, you know. No, vile and uh, evil poisoning plan is what that is. Both of you guys, make, guys, how do you... I delete Twitch clips? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, don't worry about that. That's uh, you use the internal comms there. Uh, 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 gen- general did both stays on, on TikTok yeah. mostly. I think so. You're fine. Both of yeah. you make etiquette rolls. Uh, hey, as... Oh no. <laughs> Amdal and Retwork, if you'd like, you can drop back in at the beacon just so you're alive for the end of this conversation. I would, yeah. I, I roll well for that. I roll an 11. Uh, okay, and Strickle? I roll a 5. <laughs> Does anyone have a war die they want to add to Strickle's roll? Do we have any left? I... Wetwork does. Yeah, I have a war die. Should I let you have it? I, mean, I would uh, say so. Do you want to con- sell the general on this lie? <laughs> yeah, alright. Let's do it. We're roll heroes. Six. I'll spend this war die. Mm-hmm. Oh, am I rolling it or are you? Uh, well, wet work does. Roll the one d six, and then it gets added to the roll. Uh, okay, I roll. I, I thought you were going to roll it. Mm. Uh, three, three. That's so an eight. That takes that's, 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 eight. That's, that's a partial. Partial success. <sighs> well, I, I suppose it is a possibility that this was a consequence of the experimental weapon that wasn't my impression of this weapon's potential effects but i suppose that is not my area of expertise okay yeah fog of war perhaps i have lost my okay centering 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i understand how this happened i appreciate both of you all of you for attempting the mission to the best of your abilities And I will, for now, look, I will give you the benefit of the doubt. I will look on the bright side. I am a good function. I am a good, effective general and commanding officer. And you are a good, functioning and effective squad. Yes. Okay. I am sure there will be a full command review of all of the field footage from your HUDs. Uh, hopefully this will confirm your story. Strickle, I will need you to come in immediately for, um, what's the word they use instead of interrogation? By the way, that's mm. an in-character sentence. Um, mm-hmm. Analysis. 
You will need to report to HQ for analysis immediately. If you do not, you will be forcibly uh, uh, remote uh, derezzed until you do. But the good news, you probably completed some version of the mission and... I'm sure all of the footage will exonerate you and there will be no consequences. Uh, mm-hmm. So excellent work, sweet squad. Um, I appreciate working with you. I am sorry for losing my temper. It won't happen again. Uh, I hope you all can forgive me. Oh, of course. Yeah, I understand. It's the, the, mm-hmm. it's a war is hell, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you, you're, but you're a shining paragon of leadership and virtue that uh, we all look up to. Uh, we can, one day, hopefully, we can be as good as you. Yeah, Thank stream chat calls you mommy. <laughs> stream chat calls me. <laughs> That's <And>. good. <laughs> I would certainly say we we carve away the rotten meat and find something like a trophy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, one of these days you're gonna have to let me. Uh, well, I guess you'll have to read that book to me. I I think that is the end of our session, yeah? <laughs> uh. Holy shit, Faye, you killed a base! <laughs> <laughs> your, your KDA is one entire facility. <laughs> I'm the best! <laughs> that was absolutely incredible. Oh my uh. god. I've so run this actual... exact scenario a number of times, and I can promise you it never turned out anything like this (laughs) if you just kill the mere concept of the game all right that's basically like running Mm -hmm. they headshotted the core mechanics just Just gaslight the leadership and yeah we did a great job that's all that matters (laughs) no you led us to doing a great job ma'am that's what happened here today (laughs) yes God. This is all your fault, and that's good. Yeah. If we had continued this, so what I was actually planning with M Doll is, you know, the Twitch doll streamer is funny, but the actual mm. idea behind M Doll is that they're like a, a, a equalization mechanic that the, mm-hmm. all the factions have agreed upon, where they're like testing out, uh, uh, what's it called? You know, they each get a board where they can vote on what M Doll is doing. So Emdal is a neutral party that will do what is most voted for. Yeah. I mean, honestly, your squad ending up being like sort of neutral renegades in some way makes a lot of sense <laughs> considering the actions you just took. Uh, yep. Maybe maybe we will continue this game someday. Uh, yeah. So. Yay. Okay. Uh, but for now, that is Sweet Squad. Do we want to do uh, uh, outros and bios and uh, call it here? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Jess, if you want to start. Um. Yeah, absolutely. So, as I said up top, I am Jess Levine, otherwise known as Jess from Online, and we were playing my game, Planet Fist. It is a hack of Fist by Claymore, which, by the time you're hearing this, depending on when you're hearing it, you can probably still back their Kickstarter for a physical mm. edition of Fist, because that's going live, I think, end a of A box August. set, I think, yeah. Yeah, a box set. Yeah, I think the, the Kickstarter box set come, uh, goes live on the 30th, I believe. Great, 30th of, 30th of August. Uh, mm. And then, two days later, uh, on September 1st, uh, Planet Fist will go live. So you'll be able to buy that by now as well if you want to uh, 
do something approximating what Sweet Squad did. I wouldn't say do exactly what Sweet Squad did. Um, but uh, you can get your hands on this game on my itch. That's jessfromonline.itch.io. Um, you can also find me on Twitter as at jessfromonline and on co-host as at jessfromonline. And in all these places, you can also find my other games like Going Rogue, which recently won the Best GMless Game of the Year, the Crit Award for Best GMless Game of the Year. Um, and a uh, completely opposite tone in terms of uh, incredibly serious and, and dark uh, uh, game about troubled martyrs. But if that's your thing, it's there. And then I have The High Ground, which is a two-player dueling game of banter, posturing, and capes. Uh, that's me. Go ahead, uh, Brisket. Um, I'm Brisket. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at, at unsatisfiedkit, which is with two Ts, as though you're trying to spell kitty and you ran out of characters on Twitter.com. I'm pretty sure it's still Twitter. Who knows at this point? Um, you may also remember me from running what's probably the best game of I Have the High Ground ever. Uh, and that's a personal challenge. You should see if you can do better. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, trans girl Evo breakup uh, drama that ends in an actual stabbing is still uh, in a Denny's parking in, lot across in a there. Denny's parking lot. I can't remember if it's Denny's or Waffle House. Uh, I think of, I tell stories about that game all of the time. One of you in like full like Goth Lolita um, outfit, and, and then someone's in a what was it a Anthe cosplay from? Yeah, uh, I was in full on Anthe cosplay. We had a fucking showdown. That's great. Uh, speaking of Faye, uh, you want to go? I'm Faye. Don't look for me. <laughs> great. <laughs> Faye Simple is on our uh, the RPPR Delta Green Impossible Landscapes game page. Yeah, buy I Have the High Crown, buy this game that, uh, buy Planet Fist that, that Jess makes, and also listen to Impossible Landscapes. There you go. Very good. Very Impossible good. Landscapes fucking owns. Mm. Yeah. We, we were very good at that. Mm. <laughs> and Thad. Oh, no. Uh, I, I just lurk. <laughs> I lurk places. I show up on RPPR sometimes. I can be found at various social media sites, uh, usually under Thaddeus Strange. Uh, increasingly not on Twitter. Feels good. Feeling, feels like there's less like film in my lungs somehow. I don't know how that works. But uh, yeah, so I'm around. Don't, do or don't find me. Hell yeah. And uh, Ross, take us out. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ross, uh, Roleplay Public Radio. Uh, probably by the time you're listening to this, I actually have my own crowdfunding thing uh, going on on Backerkit uh, for The Night Clerk, which is a architectural horror RPG scenario zine. Um, and I'll be running for through September uh, into early October. And uh, But yeah, uh, thank you all. And also check out uh, the RPPR Patreon uh, for bonus podcasts and uh, joining our Discord. And it, lots of cool stuff, but... Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you so much, Jess, for running this uh, wonderful game. This is a really cool uh, uh, idea. I love this, taking the fist mechanics and adding it to this very specific genre of, like, there's just a planet of dudes in armor shooting each other with near future guns. And, uh, yeah, uh, in- incorporating the uh, uh, some of the video game, like... Uh, uh, Leto narrative uh, dissonance and uh, turning it into its own thing. It's really cool. Uh, I, I highly enjoyed this game. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, uh, thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.